0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Books are Chic. This is really exciting for me, um, only because this author is like a mega book influencer. Like, she is a sensation, and I, beyond just reading this book and loving it, I am just so excited to be in her presence and hear more about her. I've admired her. She, everyone knows her name. If you are a bibliophile or a book lover, whatever you are. Um, I am so excited to welcome Zibby Owens to Books or Chic for her debut novel, Blank. Welcome, Zibby.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here.
0: I am so excited. So, like I said to you before, I feel like anyone listening will know who you are. You are like book godmother, book fairy do it all like you have created this whole entire zippy (laughs) verse, which is incredible. You're shaking your head laughing, but like for people that follow you, like this is incredible. So I, like I said before, it is so amazing that you wrote this novel because you have another book as well, but this is a novel and it is a delightful, fun, easy, great, but like so many good nuggets within this story, but like you do all this other stuff. So my question (laughs) to you before we get into blank, is a little bit about, like, your background, but why books? Like, books are your core, and so why books? Like, how did you get
1: here? It was an instant love affair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just, from the moment I could read, loved it so, so much, like I'm sure many book lovers. Uh, the first book I really remember reading that made me fall in love with Charlotte's Web. And I remember sitting in the bathroom between my brothers and my room as a little girl, like after bedtime, desperately finishing it like in the dark basically, um, and then crying and realizing that books could make me cry. And that was a revelation too. And it's just something I've always loved to do. And I've felt enormous gratitude to authors really every time I've finished a book. So this has been a lifelong thing.
0: You started out, like, how did you just start out? Like you were just starting out with your like book scram, you have your podcast and now you're publishing books. You have authors of your own. You're going on this like mega tour, which feels like the era's tour, but for books, like (laughs) your husband put the shirt out. And I was like, I feel like that's like a limited edition item of all of these places that you're stopping.
1: I know. I need to put it back up on Instagram. Um, my friend Stacy Eigel, who was on my podcast and wrote a great book, um, calming, Finding the Calm in the Chaos, produced the shirt with her company Boy Meets Girl and now sells it on her website. She's like, I have to make you a tour t-shirt. And I was like, well, that's great because I already had a template of it in Canva. <laughs> You're um, like, I'm ready. <laughs> was, yeah, I'm ready. Uh, I was going to like make it on, I don't know, Vistaprint. Anyway, uh, no, that's – it's supposed to be like uh, – a a fun take on the heiress tour because like why don't authors get tours like this except for like maybe three big deal authors i am not a big deal author contrary to your intro which was lovely and glowing um most people do not know who i am but thank you and i have been building up this community over the last really seven years um but it's still a small community it's it's filled with really devoted invested people um but it's not like the biggest in the world, but I'm fine with that. Um, I literally started this whole thing after I turned 40. I stayed home with my kids for 11 years. Prior to that, I had a you know, career, I put in quotes because I was like in my 20s. I mean, I guess it's like, whatever. But I was in marketing. I went to business school. I was in brand management, uh, brand development, um, I was a psychology major, blah, blah, blah. And I've always been a writer. So that was what I wanted to do from the beginning. I actually wrote my, I have it right here, my first little book when I was oh nine God. that my grandparents published. So since I saw my name on the spine here when I was nine, I was like, I'm going to be a writer. And now it has taken until I'm 47 and a half, but I finally got a spine um, of my own novel. Uh, I, uh, I never stopped contributing articles to magazines, essays, personal essays. I've always been able to write really openly about my feelings and all of that. And uh, when I got divorced, I have four kids and I got divorced and suddenly I had all this time on the weekends, every other weekend when they went to my ex. And I got back into reading and I got back into writing. And after about a year of writing essays for places like HuffPost and Scary Mommy and Today Parenting Team, my now husband, Kyle, said to me, you should take all those essays you're writing and turn them into a book. And I said, ugh, moms, I don't have time to read books. And I was like, that's so funny, that'll be the title of my book. So I tried to take that to a few agents and it didn't. they thought that was not funny or they didn't think that was funny but a girlfriend suggested I start a podcast and I thought, well, I have the perfect name. So I took the name from the book and started the podcast. And even though I had been writing for a long time and had actually written a full book when I was in my 20s that got rejected and it was like devastating and I didn't try to write again for a decade, um, I got back into it. And I had no platform either, by the way, and wasn't on social media or anything. And I started the whole thing up and that was just it feels like just yesterday and things have just taken off from there. So it's been a ton of work, but uh, really fun and I guess fast, but not really because it's been like seven years, but
0: yeah. I mean, I feel like from when I discovered you and started following along, to, it feels fast because like it grew so big for all of our eyes, which is so incredible because I think not only us both being book lovers and wanting to champion authors and support books, you are a working mom that has multiple things going on, but you also have four kids. And like that, I think when I watch you with that, it gives me this like, okay, like there are so many possibilities for us. Like just mom doesn't have to be our only title because of course, that's our number one title. And we work that job all the time. I feel like it's when people ask me like, well, I can't believe you do a podcast. I'm like, it's important for moms to find another outlet and to find something Mm -hmm. else that's not mom related, that you can either be creative or maybe it's working out or whatever that may be. And so I feel like when people follow you and see all you're doing and now you have Zibi Media and there's so many different spokes to that wheel, it's just incredible and it's really inspiring. And I remember when Um, moms don't have time, when I discovered moms don't have time to read books, I was like, that I feel like is the number one question I get from all my mom friends. Like, how do you you read all these books? How? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you have to just build it in and figure it out. But it is possible.
1: It's totally possible. We can fit in. I mean, theoretically, aside from like all the things we have to do, which are many, 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 we can do what we want with our time, Mm -hmm. like our free, our limited free time. Like I don't watch as much TV. To me, like I watch TV, I could tell you how many times, like it has to be something I really wanted to watch. Like I'm not going to, I hate going on and browsing. So this is like my favorite thing to do and it's how I fall asleep every night and it has Mm -hmm. been my entire life. Mm -hmm. And so I know I'm always going to get that time. And I actually build into things with my kids. So my kids, my younger two are still at the age where I sit with them while they fall asleep or maybe nobody else does that, but my kids all four have (laughs) been those types of kids. So, I mean, literally my son was like sleeping on my head last night, but anyway, (laughs) um, I read like sitting on their floor while they fall asleep. And now they're old enough, they're starting to read themselves. And so they read for school and I read on the floor and it's just something we do at a certain time of day. So I don't, they won't like catch me like when they, you know, while they're doing their homework, I'm not usually like lounging on the couch reading. I read in a much more intentional way and different and at certain times, but yes. And I think it's important for moms to read because there is so it's the fastest escape. I mean, literally like, the second you open the book, you're somewhere else. And there are many times that I long for that. <laughs> uh, for whatever reason. So mm-hmm. um, you know, I always, you know, I, I don't have time to take baths and like whatever else, and I don't even work out anymore, honestly. So um this is this is it for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think you you said that so perfectly that needs to go on a mug. It's like the fastest escape. And it is so true. And I think especially too for moms during COVID, that was such a big, like that I've loved reading my whole life too, but I really, truly like just found this whole new appreciation, appreciation and love for it during COVID because it was like, we were with our kids 24 seven and it was like, you couldn't go anywhere. And it was like, get me out of here, but you couldn't. So it was like, okay, I'll just, you know, open up a book and jump right in. And like you said, instantly you are somewhere else and you're just not wearing the mom hat, which is just so important. You have to take it off every Mm -hmm. once in a while. It's so important for you and for your kids and for your family. And it's just so great. So I feel like aside from just, being so inspired by you with the books. It was, it's just so great. You bring up so many great topics. You're not always talking books. And I feel like if somebody's listening and not following you, you just have brought up so many great topics for moms that are just incredible and women in general and anybody, but that, you know, for me is totally inspiring. So, um, okay. So you you podcast, now you're going to You wrote Bookends, which was nonfiction, and that was more of like your story and sort of your journey that you talked about. And you said you wrote this book when you were nine and you had this other book when you were 20. But how did you switch over and you're like, I'm going to sit back down and write a novel and write blank?
1: Well, I have written many an unpublished novel. So – i mentioned the one that I wrote in my twenties. Then I, when I went back to it, actually after I pitched that book that nobody wanted, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, Essays by an Unknown Mom, basically. (laughs) Um, Actually, that's a funny title. Uh, I like Essays from an Unknown Mom because (laughs) like, why do we all have to be known to sell books? But um, uh, I wrote I pitched that idea to this agent and I said, well, actually, the book I really want to write is called 40 Love about falling in love again at 40. And she was like, oh my gosh, I want to read that book. But I didn't want to really tell my story. So I wrote it as a novel. Um, And I wrote it a couple ways. I wrote it like full length novel. I also wrote it like as a prose poem thinking I was being very (laughs) clever. That was like slightly different cast of characters. Um, So I was trying to sell a novel, but I was also trying to sell a memoir. um, And I kept submitting with my agent. I did finally get an agent. And um, so how did I just sit down? So finally, I sold this memoir to Carmen Johnson at Little A, who is like the perfect editor for me. And it was worth the wait, even though I cried so many times not getting rejected (laughs) um and so then once I had this relationship with Carmen she's so encouraging and great that I would just always like I have lots of ideas all the time so I and anytime I would just send her a note like what about you know this book about backgammon and what about and I would like send her a pretend cover and like she's always like let's just get bookends done (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Bookends was a very different type of book because it includes a little bit about my family history of like entrepreneurship and coming from nothing and like, you know, building successful businesses and all this stuff, but it's mostly about how I recovered from loss, particularly the loss of my best friend on 9-11 and then a couple other really, you know, serious losses that occurred in my life that make me sort of grab the bull by the horns, if you will, and just like try it instead of Mm -hmm. thinking about trying it when it comes to all these other things. and then she really wanted to do another, she she was like ready to do a novel with me because I was like, Carmen, I have to write this novel. I had sent her my rejected novels, which deserve to be rejected. And then when I sent her this idea, she loved it. So I had to make it into a whole proposal and da-da-da. And then that's how we did it. And that's how I've actually sold another book called Overheard, which I have like a 60-page outline and all this stuff. And I just sold that to Carmen as well. But we had a bunch of meetings and, you know, how should it be and what what's the thing that could get the girl canceled and da 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 and then finally i'm like oh here's what we can do and that's sort of how how it goes with her
0: (laughs) do you feel between bookends and blank like do you feel comfortable in one genre versus the other like that's you know there's differences obviously so where what was like do you have a sweet spot and either did you enjoy both both processes
1: I enjoyed both processes I really did I find it really easy much easier to write the the easiest thing for me to write is a personal essay I can whip Mm -hmm. those out now I write one most weeks for Substack and um I really enjoy doing that so given every form give me like a thousand words and I'll write you a personal essay in like 40 minutes um after that I mean, I don't really have – I I really, really wanted to tell my story that I sent – that I published in bookends. It was mm-hmm. really important to me to get out what happened to my friend Stacy, what happened around that time, how it mm-hmm. changed my life, and how I urgently feel like it should change other people's lives. So I have felt for 20 years like I had to get this story out. Um, so now I got it out. So I don't need to write another memoir. <laughs> yeah. Mean, yeah. Unless – like like i I could I mean, I could write a memoir about my dog, do you know like I could write about my personal life for a long time because they' like every day there's something funny that happens that you could just tell endless stories. Um, but I am really enjoying writing fiction. I'm really excited to write another one. I'm learning how to do it better and how I do it. It's like pregnancy a little bit like You don't know what you're gonna look like and feel like as a pregnant person until you are pregnant the first time and then like Mm -hmm. it happens the second time or maybe the third time and you're like oh this is how my feet swell or like this is what happens and oh you know similarly with grief honestly like those are very distinct feelings this is how i feel in grief oh that grief feeling is coming back and that's sort of how i feel about writing fiction like the first time i'm like maybe this is because i don't know what i'm doing or I don't know. And now I'm like, oh, this is how I do it. This is how it feels when it's going well. This is sort of the mindset I get into. And this is how I do it. Um, Even if it's not how other people do it. Just like, you know, these are what I, things I like to do when I'm pregnant. It might be different from you. And um, so now I'm kind of getting into it and I'm like, Let's see if I can use the tools I learned writing the first published novel to the second one and look at how much faster this is going to be. So my goal is really just to like do, <laughs> do things quickly and write first drafts quickly and, you know, keep writing, uh, uh, keep writing novels. That's like what I'm really excited to do.
0: Well, Blank was incredible, like I said. So I'm excited to see what is in store. But my next question for you is with all the things that you're doing, and you, and you have this whole way of like reading with your kids and it's built into your day, where did you fit writing in for all of this? Because this is just like another thing I'm sure you were at your day.
1: I know. And I'm doing it again now and I'm just like, yeah. oh, I don't have time for this. Um, So I started writing blank on a day that my kids were in day camp l- summer last summer or two summers ago, 2022. Yeah, 2022. Um, I have a friend who – runs a hotel in hamptons and she snuck me in between the time before of like check out and check-in and Incredible. like let me stay in this beautiful uh-huh. room like all day long and i was on deadline so i had to like do it a lot so that's why i wrote like the first chunk was that day and then um i wrote a bunch on airplanes and uh i wrote some doing a book event for bookends i think i or, I I don't know, I was at the Ocean House in Rhode Island by myself crazy and I could write there and like I wrote it in a couple handful of sittings in huge chunks and then I filled in in between. Um, And then the last 20,000 words I had to write over three days because they were due and so I like posted on a Friday and I was like, I'm going off Instagram for three. Not like everybody cared, but I took off work. You know, I was like, I'm not emailing. I'm not posting. I have to go into this cocoon and get these 20,000 words out. And I did. So that's how I finished.
0: I mean, and also it as you were just talking about all the things that you were like on a plane doing this, you have a bookstore. Sorry, I'm just adding that in there too. Yes, you have a I do on a completely different coast. Like your East Coast, <laughs> this is West. So like people listening, I hope leave this feeling like they can go conquer anything. Honestly. I really truly like it's incredible. But when you just said that, I was like, Oh my god, her bookstore. I can't even like believe yes. that. Um I'd love my bookstore. Yeah, I mean, I would love I it's on my list. I would love to go out there and visit. Um, It looks incredible. And it's so curated. I'm going to totally go off topic, but like all the posts and all the things that you do in there, like, it's not like any other bookstore because you guys have it so perfectly curated. It's not like, you know, you just walk in and you're like fiction section. Like it's, if you're feeling this way, I know that you already know this, but like just watching all the things I'm like, there's no bookstore like that. It's like, if you want this, then this, you know, shelf has this, or if you're looking for this or and you're in the mood for this, which I'm like, that's incredible. Like, you're basically saying these are all good. Just pick one if this is the mood you're in, which I'm like, it's perfect. Yeah. And people should yeah. just trust you because you know what you're talking about. Um, Thank you. Okay. So Blanky wrote in this like record period of time. Now give everyone just like your elevator pitch about what it's about.
1: Blank takes place over six days in LA, and it's about a former best-selling novelist, Pippa Jones, who is three years behind Deadline, handing in her next book because she was almost done with it, and then the biggest star ended up coming out with the same book and title, so she had to throw it away. So her son suggests that she hand it in Blank, and she thinks that's a great idea, so she does, and that turns her life upside down. So that there's a lot of inside publishing, fun stuff, but it's mostly about Pippa and her relationship with her kids and her husband and their kind of difficult relationship, her crazy mom, and her three best friends from college.
0: And it is such a fun read. I I can't even tell you. It's It feels like a beach read in the winter. Like it just was that Aww. fun and like just great. But what elements of blank – you did bookends. That's like real things that happened to you. But like – were there elements of blank that were very much like you? Which I feel like there yes. were, because reading it, I'm like, this feels a lot like Zibby of what she shares with us and all these things. <laughs> um, but also just like the, the friendships and like that actually reminded me, you know, just like how – female friendships are so powerful. And it actually reminded me of when you shared about your friend, when bookends was coming out, you did like a post about your friend from 9-11 and just like the importance of that. And then being a great mom and the importance of books and HIPAA like forms this relationship with an author. And it just felt very zippy to me, but I don't know. I'm making an assumption because I don't know you personally. So
1: what I thought you I mean. are, you are pretty well versed in me. I mean, this is impressive. <laughs> I am totally like flattered and thank you uh, for doing so much research <laughs> and following along. Um, it's not me, but it's a version of me. And there are a couple of things that are actually true. <laughs> I did have a boy I danced with at Sleepaway Camp tell me he put deodorant on his face. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I did include that. That was true. Uh, and there were a couple other maybe li- like little things. Um, but I tried to make up a lot of it and like nothing at the call, like I, I just made it up, but I don't know. I'm, I made most of it up, but it, it could have been, I mean, the kids are slightly different versions of my kids, you know, as I said, mm-hmm. it's sort of like a mashup of my four kids into two kids, but, um, you know it's it's a version of i mean it comes from my brain so i don't know i mean it would be fun to try to write a character completely dissimilar but for me but you know i say some i think a lot of what she says sometimes
0: i mean i loved Pippa. like do you think was it hard for you to close the book on her because she was so like you just wanted yes. to be friends with her. Like there was nothing, all these things that were happening to her. You were like, oh, oh, but she also was sort of this, just like you, like this source of like second chances, not giving up, you know, um, still pursuing your dreams and your career while being a mom and, you know, love and all of these things, like you were saying the forty. What was the title of the book? You, or that 40, 40, 40,
1: 40 Love. Yes. 40 <laughs> Love.
0: Like, so I thought there were so many, while it was such a fun read and there was so many like laughable moments, there were so many great little nuggets that you could take away from this book just from the character of Pippa.
1: Thank you. This is great. <laughs> um, thank you. And yes, <clears throat> I begged my editor for if I could write, I, I really wanted to write another book about Pippa. i wanted mean, to just like keep going with her yeah uh but she's like no <laughs> she's no. like don't, no, sequels, I'm <laughs> sequels, sequels don't sell and you told her whole story and i'm like yeah but i just want to keep writing her life i just want to be in her life and i want to like fast forward with her kids and actually to get to the next book i imagined her life in a couple years and then i decided to scrap that all together all those pages but um I, I, my new character is similar and is in the same neighborhood. And so you will see Pippa in my new book.
0: Okay. Ooh, I love that. Cause I was going to say, I felt complete with her ending. Like I felt like, okay, this, I'm happy we can, but also you could have absolutely kept going. And I think readers, once they discover her, um, will just fall in love with her too. And also when I got the book, um, Carly Fortune on the front said, a delightful gift to book lovers. And that was the other piece of it too. Like you could just tell through her story and through your words, your love of books, and there's the whole publishing side of it. And just, so if you are a reader and you love books, which um, you obviously do, it, it is like a, a love letter to books and just finding that main character that you always love and and that's Pippa and it just... It was just for you, this being your debut novel, I was like, she nailed it. And and it was so you, just as being a follower, like it was your voice. So it was great. And I hope everybody reads it. And then what is your, what are you working on now? You said the title of it. And I saw that you announced it um, from Public Weekly.
1: It's called Overheard. 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 Yeah.
0: Okay. And you're working on that? I'm working on that amongst a million other things, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. um, okay. We are going to do Zibby's Chic List, which I'm really excited about because I trust her recommendations. I love what she has to say. So now I can ask these questions that I want to know her answers to, which is exciting. Um, okay. The author that inspired or inspires you the most and why?
1: I'm really inspired by Anna Quinlan. I've mm-hmm. been following her writing forever. I love how she writes about life and her kids and parenting and her family and her life and career, but also the way she writes fiction and how she goes back and forth and gives advice and inspiration. So uh, she's a, a huge mentor.
0: She, um, you ha- just announced her newest book as your book club pick right after Annie. I'm excited to read that. If, I did. Um, and I just right
1: saw around. just now that uh, Barnes and Noble also picked it. Yeah. So.
0: I saw that too. Great minds. Great minds. Um, um, Okay. I know you said you don't watch a lot of TV, but just give me like a TV binge series that you've loved lately.
1: I have been watching Feud about Truman Capote and the Swans. Oh my gosh. I have to watch more. (laughs) I watched the first two and then I was so annoyed that the whole rest of the series wasn't out yet. So now I have to go back and finish.
0: Yeah. It's incredible. That's what I'm watching right now too. It's so good. Um, Okay. This is probably a loaded question, but you can just give rattle off. Last favorite book and current read.
1: Um, last favorite book and current read. I should have this at the tip of my tongue. Um honestly, the last favorite book I read is one we're publishing, because I also run this. A publishing house called Zippy Books. And it's called Hereafter. And it's a memoir by Amy Lynn. And it's absolutely beautiful. It's about how at age 30 she lost her husband, who had um he just died suddenly on a run. Um, and it's the most immersive, raw, like poetic reflection on grief, slim, like smaller size, and gorgeous. She's a dynamo, and the book is really, really special. So that's probably the the most the book my favorite book recently mm-hmm. um and what am i reading now well i just interviewed um katrina leno who is the bookstore manager at zibi's bookshop and she has written nine books and this is so nine fun. books or ten books yeah, yeah the umbrella maker son a middle grade book um about a family uh who makes umbrellas in a in a fictitious place that always rains and then um a big company comes to town and makes cheaper umbrellas and the sun doesn't want to go into the umbrella field at all. So it's really funny and clever and awesome, just like her.
0: Oh, that sounds super cute. I'm gonna to have to make a note of that for my daughter. Um, okay, sand or snow. You go both you go on both coats. Oh, sand. Like sand, 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 sand,
1: sand. Me too.
0: Um, coffee or tea order.
1: Uh, coffee with a little bit of oat milk. Love that.
0: Um, and I will say in my pile, just because we're talking about books from your um publishing house, I have in my pile which I'm very excited about wedding issues.
1: Oh yeah, coming it's, up. it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Fun it looks too. really
0: fun. Uh okay, this also just something, some that you love. Um, favorite bookstagram account.
1: Um, at what Sherry Reads. S-H-E-R-R-I.
0: Yes, I also follow her. She's great. She's also great on Goodreads because she gives really good reviews. <laughs> uh, okay. Name an author you'd love to have a coffee or a cocktail with. You've probably had a bunch, but who's like one
1: of the ones? author people? I'd like to get coffee or a cocktail with. Um, I think Ruth Reichel. I'd like to go to a mm. restaurant with her. She used to be head of Gourmet and uh, wrote a bunch of memoirs about being a, a food critic and you know, restaurant critic, and now she's a novelist. Um, I have not interviewed her yet. She has a new book coming out. I hope that I'm going to, and I would really enjoy that time.
0: I think that would be that's a great choice, and I am excited for her new book too because she's had some fun fiction books.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: yep, yep. Um, who would you say your style icon is?
1: Who is my style icon? I'm sorry, I know I was supposed to have prepared this. It's okay. Um, My style icon. Well, I really like simple classic looks, Mm -hmm. um, but not boring. Um, I kind of want to say Kate Spade, but she's not around anymore. Um, I love sort of that little bit of fun Mm -hmm. in what she wears.
0: Yeah, she so was great. She I'll was go.
1: Great. I'll go with a late Kate Spade.
0: I love that. And you're getting you got like a wardrobe for your tour. That was the other thing that you put. The I view. did again. That feels like rock star status merch. I know wardrobe <laughs> tour all over the country. I mean, I'm telling you, Zibby.
1: I have um, a liquor sponsor too.
0: <laughs> I mean, people need to get on board here. Um, okay, Bookie, Wish they made a movie out of.
1: I wish they made a movie out of. Uh, Blank.
0: (laughs) I agree. It would be so fun. I could see it when I was reading it.
1: Actually, I'd really like them to make Nora Goes Off Script by Annabelle Moynihan into a movie.
0: That was a great book too. Yeah. can also see that on the big screen. Um, Okay. Final question. Best advice for an aspiring writer or reader?
1: That's so funny I asked this question. (laughs) <laughs> um, all the time and now i'm being asked you're in the hot seat uh, i'm in the hot seat but i don't want to say something that all the authors who come on my podcast say which is like don't get up and just do it but i would say everybody has a really awesome story to tell and don't be don't start judging your own just tell it
0: i love that no one said that on my podcast so listen that's a Zibi original. Um, <laughs> if people listening, which I like, I said I think you said that you, you you're like I'm not that big. People are following, but if there's the off chance that someone's listening that isn't following you, where can they follow you? Like, what is the best social media outlet? I would say Instagram. You have so many great Instagram accounts, but you tell us where to follow yes. you.
1: Instagram at Zivy Owens, also at Zivy Readers. We have a whole book bookish community with retreats and events and classes and a book club and all sorts of fun stuff. So Zivi Owens, Zivi Readers. And we have a bunch of newsletters that you can sign up for on zivimedia.com. So you can sign up for the Zivi Media Minute, although I think now we're calling it something else, like the Reader's Report, um, and my Substack, which I write myself every week. And those are some good places to start.
0: Great places to start. Blank is out this week on Friday, March 1st. And follow Zippy not only for book recommendations, but also just – Life inspiration, and she has so many good things, and I've loved following along, and it is an absolute honor to have you on my podcast. I feel like I'm this little fish in the pond, so to have you here is incredible, and I loved the book, and I can't wait for what is to come. I feel like there's so much. Yes, and thank you for-
1: Go go ahead. You're great. You're no, I was going to just say, you are a great interviewer. You're so prepared. You have such a great way about you, and you are really good at this.
0: That means a lot, Sibby. That means a lot. And I just thank you for your time. And I thank you, everyone, for tuning in.